Welcome to the Durham Original Music and Alumni Podcast, a show which takes you around the most exciting original music of any kind on or around the peninsula. My name is George Bone, Alumni Relations Officer, and joining me today is our songwriting competition for Epiphany Term, Capitalis. Now, Capitalis is a, a solo artist, a third-year Durham music student, and goes by the stage name of Cat. Now, Cat has been writing music in various styles since first year, composing music for Durham student films like Regenerate, Duchess of Malfi, and Going Postal, and performing her original songs at college open mic nights, college balls, and DSU events. Uh, Cat's style is not assigned to one particular genre, but instead experiments and combines elements of style, different styles together. On the Durham mixtape, her single Mind Games saw her merging jazz and funky pop styles together, and now with her winning Doman single Easier. Uh, she has used the styles of folk and alternative rock. I'm very pleased to be joined by Kat today. Kat, how are you? I am great. I'm very pleased to be here because I absolutely love the podcast. So thank you so much <laughs> do, for having me. Do you me. actively listen to it though? Of course I do. <laughs> you can tell the truth to me. No, I do. I do. Like every, every time you guys um, post a new one, I'm just there. I'm like, yes, immediately playing it. An instinctive first for the pod. Um, we really should have done this a long while ago, but we've got our first female artist on the on the pod. Oh. Um, ce- celebrating celebrating International Women's Day and International Women's Month with our first with our Epiphany Songwriting Competition winner being the first female winner. Oh. I feel so, so honoured right now. A lot of firsts here, a lot of firsts here. Um, so firstly, going along the lines of generally, how are you? Um, we were talking we were talking a bit before about how the sort of pandemic has affected both of our create both of our creativities, mine in more of a managerial and a promotional sense and yours in more of an artistic sense. So going into the pandemic, how have your music tastes maybe changed or altered because of the different surroundings, different people that you're around? What What is the same? What is different? What are the things that you know to be true? <laughs> they they have changed, like in terms of. So before I was going through, we're going to call it the emo phase, like, <laughs> panic, panic at the disco, paramore, Fallout Boy, still in that phase, and then lockdown hits, and suddenly I just like it was like a kind of light bulb moment in a way for me with music. So I started gravitating towards like eighties sort of band and like so nirvana radiohead a lot of fleetwood mac like just had all of that going on and then when i came back to uni i discovered like funk and jazz like cory wong volk peck all of like just basically anything with a really good funky bass line i was like put it all in a playlist (laughs) this is my cup of tea now and like it's just brilliant. I love it so much. It's just a fusion of loads of different funky bases all together. <laughs> Literally, but I think it's because um, because of like all the negativity around the pandemic and things like that. I want music that makes me feel good in terms of because like I want to stay optimistic and just sort of stay happy during a time like this. And so, yeah, I'm just really gravitating towards like that kind of serotonin boosting music. Yeah. But there was there was actually a, re- a report out recently. Um, I think it was around two years ago now. But I think there was there was a report out that said that listening to sad music in a time when you're sad actually makes you happier because yeah, sa- I sa- saw sad that as well. music in a sad time like it forces you your body to have like an internal like moment and essentially it forces you to cry and and crying is literally a release of all of the all of the the bad toxins that are taking or that are sort of taking over your body. Just sort of a release of those actually makes you happier. So listening to like a really 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 sad t- song during a really really sad time is actually supposed to work at the same levels as um really happy songs 
So what are you thinking there, Kat? <laughs> <laughs> I am quite the opposite. I think. I think if I'm like in a bit of a in a bit of a funk, then I'll just I will listen to funk music. <laughs> so we we talked about how your your musical stylings and musical spheres have changed throughout the last few months, let alone just the last year. How have they sort of changed over the years you've been at uni? What were your sort of goals going into uni? What was your musical sphere like going into uni and in your third year coming out of it, how do you reflect on that sort of musical change in your in your surroundings? Um, so initially, before I came to Durham, I had the dream of uh, being a, <laughs> had a dream, yeah, of being a film composer because I just adored film music. I loved writing it, and I just thought to myself, I want to do this in my life. I just I just love it so much. And um, at uni, I've had all the great opportunities of writing music plays and um, short films, and I'm doing it this year as well, and also doing radio dramas, which is a first, but I love it so much. <laughs> um, but um, sort of as I started doing my degree, I realised that I really enjoyed the academic side of um, of music, especially sort of like analysis in particular, I loved it so much, just found it so interesting how sort of music is um, like formed and sort of all the theories behind it. You're giving too much credit to the music department here. I know I am, (laughs) but like, I love them. Um, But then in second year, I did music and science, which is music psychology, essentially. And I literally was just like, this is what I want to do. I want to do music psychology in my life. Mm. I love it so much, just in terms of how music can affect people in so many different ways and especially in a time like this where a lot of people are gravitating towards music as like their kind of um comfort and just for security essentially i just yeah i just love just the psychological impact it has do you feel like do you feel like there are connections then between um your sort of psychological musical experience of sort of wanting to understand how things make you happy or sad to your experiences that you came in when you were thinking of creating music is when you're sort of thinking how do I make people happy or sad do you feel like there are sort of connections that have sort of drawn you from one subject to another um yeah yeah I think um especially with film music because it's such an expressive and emotional type of composition that like psychology was always kind of there when I was writing that sort of music. I was always thinking to myself, like you said, sort of how do I like express sadness through this music? How do I explicitly do that? And then um, sort of when I did the module last year and currently this year, I then sort of realised that I just really enjoyed all the like theoretical and sort of analytical sides of like understanding how the music has that effect. So, and I, I definitely think that from writing the music as well it's kind of it gives me a different perspective of how to go about understanding it particularly so so as we know your um your your Aiden's music uh, representative this year for the um for the second year running and because you're third year your your final year at uh, at Durham uh, do you feel like taking this more administrative role uh, onto yourself has sort of improved or sorry increased or decreased your levels of creativity especially this year how do you feel like not only you've progressed personally but how the music scene at Durham and more particularly Aidens has increased or so mm, so last year my goal was just to put Aidens on the map for music because as a college we're quite known for being sporty and sort of the music scene wasn't as big, but I was. I thought to myself, I, was like, I need to need to make it big. Really want to mm. because I just want to get people involved in music, um, no matter their ability or anything. I just 
love seeing people kind of expressing themselves through through song essentially um and so i just at any possible moment i would just put on events so we did the big battle of the bands last year which was just such an amazing event in terms of because we had so many people from different colleges just turning up and just everyone was in this kind of very community communal sort of um like um aspect and it was just it was just amazing like I just absolutely everyone loved it and that was back in the first time of last year and second time we wanted to put on another one but then COVID happened <laughs> which uh yeah we all know how that to, goes um, to put it in the the lightest possible terms it spoiled things a bit a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so do you feel do you feel in that, that first year then when there were sort of people around you and there was this atmosphere of creativity brought in from loads of different corners of the city did you then feel like you were at your most creative personally yourself because you could then sort of mm. get an osmosis effect of different styles different genres different people do you feel like you because of those events that you put on and helped engage did you feel more creative because of those yeah I definitely felt more inspired in terms of so at these open mic nights or um live lounges you literally would get artists doing the classic covers of songs but they would spin it to their style so there was this one guy who literally took a Nirvana song which is very heavy rock and just completely transformed it so that was this acoustic folk style and it just completely like I was just in a trance when I was listening to it because I was just like he's literally just completely changed the essence of the song and that's what I wanted to do with my music I wanted people to feel like that where they're just in a trance and really inspired Mm. to be creative and in in contrast to that now then as you've not been able to put on as many physical events as you or or the university deem deem you to or would have wanted because of social distancing rules having to make smaller events because of potentially less people sort of involved because of coronavirus do you still feel like you've got that level of creativity that was brought about by those people initially is that there's still that Mm. is there still a residual effect that is present there or do you do you feel like you have a a lessening of your ability in that sense no I I think I'm definitely more creative and inspired during um like yeah with the restrictions everything because I want to still show that music is even though we've got these restrictions things like that music is still like there's still this capability of making it putting on these events even though they're online there's still that presence Mm. and the fact that so many societies, especially Doman in particular, with the incredible stuff that they're doing this year, um, yeah, big up the big tape as well. Thank you for <laughs> improving all of our execs' ego a lot more. <laughs> I, honestly, like I am just so happy with Doman. Like, I I love the society so so much, and um, the fact that you guys are just still offering these incredible opportunities for artists is just so wonderful because it's really. For someone like me, like last year, I probably, um, like a lot of us probably wouldn't have had time to do it because of like all the plays and things that are going on. But the fact that this year, a lot of artists kind of um, are definitely gravitating towards Doman because of the fact that there's like no plays or things like that going on it's just so it's brilliant honestly we we so. at times though obviously we found it hard to keep the momentum because we've obviously it comes a point where obviously you get sort of like that 
technological sort of burnout where you're sort of on Zoom for too long or you're with your on on your own for too long, um, where you're sort of you're losing that level of inspiration that you had beforehand. Do you do yeah. you, do you feel that yourself in in your music? Do you feel like a technological burnout, or do you still feel like you've got um, the same level of momentum as you did before? Oh, that's a very good question. I think personally, I find music. So when I create music, it's a way to kind of escape or sort of um, wind down after a really long day of writing essays and just being at my laptop on Word, just thinking, how do I write a paragraph anymore? <laughs> but, um, and then I sort of, I'll just get my, I'll get the guitar, set up the microphone, just play, because it's just a way to kind of relax and de-stress after a long day. Mm. And so even though, yes, I'm still using my laptop and like still um, using technology, I I don't mind it because it's also very different. It's a different software. I don't have to type anything. <laughs> just you press buttons and that's it. Yes, if if logic if logic has taught us anything, it's that Apple is different to Microsoft. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> so obviously, you talk about being in in technology and obviously being in your house a lot at the moment, your student house, because we've, you've not been able to have that sort of those cosmopolitan influences from people and bars and different experiences this year Mm. has your increased sociability within your house then acted as a sort of substitute mentally or musically for that level of personal creativity has it aided has that sort of encouragement given by your your housemates and that sort of mental boost that you've got from like playing cards playing games uh drinking with people has it has it helped overall Yeah, yeah definitely so in terms of like Last year, even though there was like more of a social side, like going out and yeah, going to pubs, things like that. I feel like this year, um, even though we can't do that, um, it's a lot easier to kind of be more creative because you're kind of, you have more time to yourself and more time to be reflective and sort of um, think sort of about the music process in more detail. That I've got more time to do that. Whereas like last year, if I did the songwriting competition, I'd be very um tight for time because I because knowing me I would have been like I would have been sort of doing plays and things like that running off to rehearsals and thinking geez I do not have time to write this song like to the best of my ability but this time around I I literally just actually spent time going through each track making sure like the levels were like how I wanted them to sound and making sure it blended all together which was great and sort of my housemates in particular it was just it's just really nice because it feels like a family and so it just feels really warm and humble and that sort of has an effect on me when it comes to writing music where yeah I just want it to kind of be just hopeful and just yeah yeah, that warm feeling there. No I completely understand that yeah it's 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 really good that you especially now that you've got that sort of stable group of, of friends and people that you can rely on who will not only sort of support you but give you that honest sort of level of advice that you need um in that sense then moving on do you feel that the university and societies that you're a part of we've talked a bit about doman but obviously your other societies as well do you feel like they've been they've had a part in helping you and supporting you to keep you going do you feel like you're getting enough support from them i i think so um like obviously i won't lie and say that sort of third year has been easy for everyone because um it has been difficult in terms of like modules wise, like for music psychology, wanted to do an in-person experiment, mm. but because of COVID, <laughs> had to completely change that yeah. idea to online. But, um, but no, the, like in all honesty, the music department have been so wonderful and so supportive during this time. Like 
honestly love them so much for how amazing they've been. And in terms of societies as well, I find that a lot of them, so I'm part of gospel choir and they have just been an absolute rock in terms of, I've only been part of the choir for a month, but they honestly feel like family now. <laughs> as cheesy as that is, they genuinely are like every Monday after I've done all like all my work, things like that, I'll just turn up to the rehearsal on Zoom and they're just all so welcoming and it's just so nice just singing <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah. Love it. I just as a as a full disclosure, I was I was musical director for for gospel choir last year, and I was trying to get Cat to to be in gospel choir just to show you how good of sort of an experience being in in a choir specifically in gospel was, uh, and how dare you didn't go while I was still MD. I'm sorry. <laughs> this podcast is getting personal now. <laughs> so I literally wanted to do last year, but I was doing like two plays at the same time and I just could not sure sure excuses excuses because <laughs> I've been part of like um I was part of chapel choirs and things like that before but it's such a different experience being gospel choir in terms of it, like in chapel choirs as well I felt like a family but really with gospel I I just love that everybody mm. has a voice like you really feel like you're contributing and it's just oh it just feels so um it feels really sublime as well every time i sing these songs because they're just so beautiful the arrangements to be fair we'll get on we'll get on to this in a bit with your songwriting competition entry but to be fair i do hear that sort of level of sort of vocal sublimity that comes along with being being a part of of gospel as well because in comparison to your your other single it was it's a lot late it's a lot more laid back there's a lot of vocal harmony to it as well many different sort of many different parts interweaving with each other and i can hear sort of like the influences of 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 gospel and that communal singing aspect in your in your piece so maybe they've had a a bigger inspiration in in your piece that you give them credit for as well you yeah, know i because i just feel like gospel music especially it's just so hopeful and so uplifting like church by sam henshaw what a track oh, banger just i i will just always gravitate towards it in the morning like i'll wake up for like my 9 a.m bit groggy because 9 a.m and i'll just play that song <laughs> suddenly i feel like i've just been lifted by angels I'm just <laughs> away. and just i'm off i'm going <laughs> nice so um uh as 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 people know as well you're also the deputy editor of the uh, platinum music section um and obviously this year has been very challenging with you and martha considering the fact that there has not been a lot of it in comparison to other years um i i you before podcasts we ask for people's sort of uh feedback on particular issues that doman wants to sort of bring a part of and uh a quote uh, a quote that we've got from Kat is, quote, I've seen instances where people online have said that their dream was to be a musician, uh, but given the, uh, the current climate, they're now too scared to pursue their aspirations and are having to go down pathways they aren't so confident about. Um, in that sense, do you feel like your... How do you see your work uh, for this academic year... Um, of all of the academic years and do you feel like in this position where you're reporting on new music do you feel that you can reassure people that the sort of the light is at the end of the tunnel in that respect yeah so um i've been thinking about writing an article talking about sort of how you should still be able that you should still pursue music if you want to pursue music in terms of like even though yes covid has caused all these negative impacts you shouldn't just 
study something that you know you're not going to be happy with and just keep thinking oh I should have done music and things like that you should just just pursue music anyway because it's something you're passionate about it's something you love and you know you're going to enjoy it essentially and it's going to really benefit you in life and even though like when I came to Durham I initially I initially thought of myself I was like you know what I even though I should be studying something like economics because that will probably like more likely to get a job with that mm. I'm going to do music because it's what I'm passionate about it's what I love to do and sort of coming to Durham especially my mind has just been open to all these other sides of music in terms of so in my essays I managed to include like politics history sociology theology um, anthropology at times I like music you can just combine so much into one subject and that's what a lot of people don't get especially in terms of a lot of people ask me they're just like oh so you just do performance and composition that's it there's more to that <laughs> yeah I, I say to people oh yeah I'm writing a 12,000 word essay and they just stare at me and they say what are you writing about music I'm like, <laughs> we write essays <laughs> like, it's, it's an academic subject yeah um and but genuinely it's it is such a wonderful subject I adore it so much just because of how versatile it is and mm. the fact that people shouldn't be scared of studying it just because it's an art and just because like of how it is a difficult industry to get into but it is at the end of the day a very like diverse industry in the sense that you can um, study so many different aspects within it. Adding to that, both you and Martha are women reporting on music in an industry that is and sadly has been and hopefully not will be very male dominated. Um, how do you see this gender balance in not only your original work, but in Durham's music scene in general? And are there any instances where you feel like you haven't or have been able to progress in arts because of the restrictions in gender? Um, Great question. Personally, I haven't really experienced the whole like, gender imbalance that mm-hmm. much. Um, but there is the problem of the whole, like what I find in Durham is that if sort of people going to auditions and they know the exec members in terms of their own like a close friend mm. sort of relationship. Like, like talking to people sort of every week sort of actively, yeah. And so that, and that's the whole reason why they get the gigs over someone else. That mm. I've seen a lot of in Durham, and it just it really disheartens me in terms of a lot of my mates. That's why they don't. Um, they're brilliant musicians, brilliant composers, but they don't go to auditions because they know the directors. Um, mm. They like they know the people there who are auditioning them, and they know that um, they they just think that they won't get the gigs because they know also other people auditioning who are like best friends with them. And so they just think, oh, they're going to pick them anyway. Do you feel, do you feel like then that is a disadvantage to student engagement just in general, encouraging not only, not only original music, but just musicianship in general? Yeah, I think it definitely discourages musicianship in general in terms of a lot of these talented incredible musicians and composers they they just sort of they kind of aren't as outgoing in the sense because they've been turned down so many times they kind of get into that mindset and yeah it's just it's really tragic to see but um Mm. I'm hoping this changes in the future. No, I com- I completely agree with you yeah sorry you were saying um I mean because with Doman for instance like 
with the mixtape, I love the fact that you just promoted all of this music from so many different artists. And even like, yeah, with the song competition as well, you still put all of our songs on social media and everything. And that's what's just so brilliant about it. It's absolutely lovely that you're still getting, getting these musicians out into mm. the community. Well, that was, that was, to be fair, that's what we really wanted to do. We thought like, even if, even if they're not going to win, we thought we would give them sort of this, this sort of platform to push their music on. And given this platform to push your music on, let's move into your uh, songwriting competition entry of easier. So, um, uh, it's, as we said before, it's a very different style to, uh, to mind games that you submitted, um, uh, in December for the Domix, what what changed? We talked about musical different stylings throughout the last month and for the last three years. But uh, what was your headspace uh, in when you were writing it? When when you were writing both songs back to back, one after the other? So funny story. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mind Games. When I wrote that song, it was very inspired by like Corey Wong and Wolf Peck because I was obsessed. Like obsessed with them still am uh, because they're absolutely absolutely brilliant those artists like they transform the whole idea of funk and mm. absolutely loved it and i thought to myself really want to put myself out of my comfort zone and write in a style that i've never done before and so that's why i wrote mind games because i'd never done funk and i just it was just so much fun to do as well i was just soloing over all my random chords and it's <laughs> brilliant um and then this time around, I thought to myself, I really want to write a song that's personal to like my experiences and um, in, that maybe a lot of people could relate to as well. And I literally just one day, I just got my guitar. I was just I was having a long day and I was just like, you know what? My mate, he came around, brought his guitar that I could borrow. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to sit down, just play whatever. Mm. And then I played the... Uh, opening little melody and I thought to myself I was like hmm this actually sounds okay and I just kept playing this it has over. potential <laughs> actually, I kept playing it over and over and then I was like you know what let's just record it so I recorded yeah. it and we're very glad that you recorded it to be fair because it turned into to this so how long was how long was it from uh initially writing though that melody and that sort of guitar strum in the background to the finished product that you then submitted the lyrics, I actually started writing them back in March, mm -hmm. um, like in the last, last lockdown. Um, and because like I was really inspired by like Hayley Williams because she was doing these um, self serenades and she covered one of the songs by an artist called Nico. And mm -hmm. it was just beautiful. She literally just played the acoustic guitar and her singing. And I was, oh, it just really moved me. And so... When I heard it, I remember I was at home, ran up to my room, grabbed my guitar, tried to cover the song. <laughs> and then I just would add my own verses because that's mm. what I tend to do with, with songs. When it comes to songwriting and writing lyrics in particular, I will just sing lyrics to an already um, known melody. Mm. And yeah, so then I wrote the, so I came up with the lyrics of the first verse and the chorus and then I just put it off. <laughs> I mean, March March 2020 was a time. I just have so many different ideas going around in my head and I'll just write them down. And mm. I think to myself, I'll come back to this later. And then it's about three months later. I forgot I actually wrote it. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> let's try and use this now. Um, and so, yeah, and then it got to about two, three weeks before... Um, the submission date and so I had the guitar melody and I was looking through my phone trying to find lyrics and then I came across this song again and I was like hmm let's just 
yeah try singing this mm. and yeah it worked and um I never knew how to finish the song but I managed to finish the lyrics then because I was at a point where I kind of knew like how I actually felt about the whole situation like mm. looking back on it mm. so you've got a you've got a sense of in, you've got a sense of hindsight that helped you compose the, and finish the the end product. Well, we have uh, two clips for you uh, to end the podcast. One of them is going to be 30 seconds from her December entry into the Domix Mind Games and 30 seconds from her Mar- uh, February entry into the songwriting competition in Easier. So tell me what to do To get my mind off you It's not like I want you You can find both of these songs on our Facebook and Instagram page. You can look for all entries of the songwriting competition on our YouTube page, including the Domix on our YouTube page as well. You can find Kat on Instagram and Twitter. Now, before we leave, as we usually do with all of our acts, do you have any little pieces of advice or information that you would like to give aspiring artists or artists who have left uni who want to pursue music more that you can give to help them in the business? Yeah, of course. Um, So what I'd like to say is, no matter your ability or anything, as long as you're passionate about music and just really want to get your voice heard and your music out there, just just go ahead and do it. I by no means am a professional at this. I just love writing music and expressing myself. And that's why I did this competition in the first place. And my song, in all honesty, is not like a professionally recorded track at all. It's just me expressing my passion for music and that's what it should all be about so definitely get involved as much as you can absolutely stunning well thank you so much cat it's been it's been a pleasure to interview you for the pod and we hope to hear some of your work soon thank you so much for having me it's been an amazing opportunity and i no love problem at all to you. no problem at all bye bye so tell me what to do